one day we'll have intro music, but like, not today. Hi, I'm Eleanor. Hi, I'm Kalina. I was ready. <laughs> what? I said, hi, I'm Kalina. I was ready. This is, don't quote me on that. How are you? Oh. <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know what I thought you said, but it wasn't that. Um, hello. Uh, today we are talking about a movie. And Which it never is, happens. that's right. Um, it is also a special episode. It's Pride Month. Um, hopefully it is still Pride Month when we put this out. Um, <laughs> if not, happy future Pride Month. <laughs> yeah, if not, just save it till next year. Um, so we watched a gay movie. Mm -hmm. And now we're going to talk about it. Um, I picked the movie, but I didn't really pick the movie. My friend picked the movie. Um, but I'm going to take credit for that. And the Plus movie we watched... <laughs> yeah. Um, we watched a movie from 2000 called Big Eden. And... I don't think we can go on the we don't watch movies anymore shtick, because we've watched a few now, but we definitely haven't watched, like, modern movies. So I think that should yeah. be Yeah. Wait, yeah, I don't think... I think the, the newest movie I've seen was whenever that big, like, the last Avengers one came out. Yeah, I saw... Yeah, nope, it was probably that. It was probably that. Yeah, I think so. Anyway. Anyway. Um, big Eden mm -hmm. is about um, a man who was, he was born and raised in Montana, and then he moved to New York, and he became an artist, and then his grandpa had a stroke, and he flies back to Montana, to his hometown, to take care of him, and antics ensue. Uh, Kalina, do you have, do you want to, you want to bring something up, or do you want to just, like, go through the movie, or how do you want to do this? Thing in particular I want to bring up my first note is Eleanor started watching first and I got her seal of approval five minutes in so I said I was either gonna love this movie or hate it because Eleanor and I's tastes are either identical or completely opposite so did you like the movie I did I liked it I thought it was very cute I this comes up later but I'll say it anyway I didn't think it was like a and I am not the expert to speak on this but I didn't think it was like a gay movie you know how some movies or, like, they do this with race, too, but, like, that's what the movie is about, is, like, the struggles of being gay or the struggles of being black or whatever. Um, mm -hmm. It wasn't that. Like, I like how they... I was talking to my friend about it because I was trying to get her to watch it after... Well, I was watching it because I liked it. And I was, like... She was, like, kind of seems like a Hallmark movie, but it seems cute. And I was, like, yeah, I think it was more of a traditional... Traditional just romance movie. Like, the, the gay yeah. part wasn't the focus. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, I actually, I looked up an interview for, from the director so that I could be prepared. I didn't do it five minutes ago. Um, and one of the things that's talked about the most, like at least that I've seen, is that there's no homophobia in the movie. Mm -hmm. um, and a lot of people are complaining about it, which is weird. But um, anyway, the, the director was asked about it and he said... The question I was asking myself was, if we took away all homophobia and the external forces working against you, would you be any more comfortable as yourself? What is it inside that holds you back? So that's kind of where he mm -hmm. was coming from with the movie, and I think that plays very well. Yeah. Because, yeah, it's... I mean, really, he could be accepting anything about himself. It's just what he's accepting is that he's gay. Yeah. 
No, I totally um, agree. I said that. I said um, I thought it was a bo- very bold choice, especially for 2000, to make a movie like that where everyone was like, yep, this is totally fine. And everyone was very accepting. But I also, I think I said this similar to the first note that I made, which is not everything has to be about like struggling against society and like greater forces like mm-hmm. that like it doesn't like or like we're talking about everything has to be groundbreaking or life-changing it doesn't have to be deep on that sort of like very widely applicable level yeah and also like there are probably about five million movies yeah. with straight couples where there's no like huge issues where the biggest issue is you know miscommunication mm-hmm and right. nobody calls those unrealistic. Yeah. So like, if that's your if that's your big gripe with the movie, shut up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I agree. Or like they're doing, you know, they're doing things now like Crazy Rich Asians. You know, you've got two Asian leads with a romance movie where it wasn't like, oh my god, they're Asian. That's a problem. You know, it was more like. And I did like, I think they did a good job in the sense that that was, I'm getting off topic, but it's a good movie. But I think cult, Crazy Rich Asians did it in a good sense that it was like a very culturally, I'd say, Asian thing based on my <laughs> knowledge and my limited Asian background of my own. That it, it was a very cultural thing of like families not being accepting, but it wasn't like specifically because they're Asian, if that makes sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I didn't see that movie, but I, I think somebody in one oh of my, my film God. classes did a presentation on it. I have. I've seen... So, yeah, I've seen somebody, like, do a presentation about the plot of the movie, and then I've seen the wedding scene, and that enough shows me that if I watch it, I will probably be very sad for a couple days. So good, and I love that man. And then also, there's, um... I'm gonna look her up, because I don't want to get her name wrong, but this lady in Crazy Rich Asians is what I would like to look like. And, like, I know, like... Physically, I'm not going to look like her because I am not Asian myself. But just her vibe, Gemma Chan, I'm in love with her. I'm also in love with Henry Golding, but that's a given because look at him. But Gemma Chan, I would like to look like Oh, yeah, she's gorgeous. I love her. And she plays one of the good guys in that movie, so. Oh, and I saw a trailer, off topic again, (laughs) I saw a trailer for Marvel's new The Eternals. And she's in that, and she looks like she's in a couple with um, with Richard Madden, who played Rob Stark in Game of Thrones. If that helps anybody, um, and he played he was in the, that TV show The Bodyguard, and he's Scottish, and I love him. So the two of them together just made me very sad. Just that, just just based on who I am okay. as a person. But so we should not movie. watch that movie. Is what you're saying? Yeah, Angelina Jolie <laughs> too. It's a lot. It's a lot for me. Oh wow. Um, Big Eden. Good movie. I Big liked it. Big Eden. Eleanor, I think, um, or Eleanor's friend, but we'll give Eleanor the credit for now. Um, picked a good one here. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so Clean and I had the idea to do something Pride-y because we can, we're allowed to. Uh, yeah, exactly. Um, we're gonna make, we're gonna put out a rainbow logo. It's gonna be great. It's gonna cost five extra dollars a month to watch our things. Like, that's, that's we're at five more dollars than we're getting now. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and this one, it's very. I I trust my friend with movie recommendations most of the time, and 
I just thought this was really cute. That's good. Um, no one in this world I trust. Like, if every time, you know that joke about, like, oh, I'm gonna put it on the list. I don't, I genuinely, I do not have a list. I will, like, in one ear, out the next. Not watching it. There, there are a, a few people I'll trust with things. Um, the movie thing, I'm very picky about, um, because I don't usually like movies. But if it's if it's good enough for my friend to like be harping on me to watch it, I'll or like things like this. Like I didn't read the plot. Like Eleanor said, okay, watch this. I didn't really read the like the plot. Whereas you know, most most times you'd see a movie or like a movie trailer and be like, oh, that looks interesting. Every movie I've watched that's been recommended to me, I it's a feel like my mom told me to watch Mr. Right a while ago, so I like just based on her very limited um, description, I'd watch it. But I try not to like look into them too much because I think that'll turn me off. Yeah. Yeah, the only thing I knew about Big Eating coming into it was it was gay and there was a Native yep. American in it. I see. I knew it was gay. So, uh, <laughs> I, well, I then I only American told you part, half of what I knew. If I had known the Native American part, I might have been um, on it faster. I'll be honest. <laughs> that's that. The um, last half of my notes kind of devolve into that at the end. That's that's another thing I liked. Um, the the character Pike, the the main love interest. He was Native American, mm -hmm. but, like, that wasn't the, the yeah, cornerstone. I, that, I was waiting for that to become an issue. Like, I thought if they weren't, didn't have a problem with them being gay, I thought that was, like, and I, I think it's horrible that I was expecting there to be a problem, but I think, I thought that that was going to be the problem. Mm-hmm. The, um, the actor himself who played Pike, um, has talked more than once about how it felt so good to play a Native American character who wasn't just like a native american yeah. stereotype he the only thing i'll say Mohicans, which my dad he was the that's yeah. all i know about the movie um, my dad likes it sorry the, the there was a lot of pan flutes like sort of sounding sounds yeah. when he was <laughs> yeah. on screen a lot that one like that. had a lot of questions about <laughs> i didn't love I, that I, I was gonna make a note about it, and then I was like, you know what? Uh, since that's the like the only thing, I'll give it to them. But I think at the end, I was like, there's only two things I changed about the movie, and I think that oh no, they, it had something to do with him being Native American. But yeah, I did notice the pan flutes. But I was like, you know what? They did stick to country music mostly, and that's actually my first note. Is I didn't think the yeah. music fit the vibe of the opening scene. Yes. So I was like, I'll let it. I'll let it slide. I think the last couple movies I've watched, my biggest gripe has been about the soundtrack. And I thought the soundtrack for this one, it flowed really, like, they weren't my yeah. favorite songs, but they, they fit really well to the the aesthetic and the, the story, and they were good. I think at the opening, it didn't fit just because they opened in New York, and they were playing, like, a, like a real country song. But other than mm -hmm. that, I think it made perfect sense. It was almost like, and the way the, the story's told, and, like, it's very community-based, I think the songs almost sound like someone's playing them, you know what I mean, while all these things are happening. Yeah. It's not, not, like, even a soundtrack. You actually notice the music's playing I agree. It was it was very immersive. Yeah. Anyway, um, let's uh, actually talk about what happens in the film. Yes. I said I feel like we'll get you a boyfriend yet is a bold line for 2000. Like when I heard that I have to double check when the movie was made. So I thought this was very, mm -hmm. um, not to, not like ahead of its time for lack of a better phrase. Like also it was New York. At that point it was New York. The movie starts in New York. So yeah. I thought that was really funny. Um, it all, it took me, so, it took me a really long time to realize that the, um, I, was she a receptionist business partner? I thought she was, like, his manager, his dealer. Manager? Yeah. Okay. 
I, I'll, yeah, I think manager. She took his card uh, and said, here you go. Buy this that's true. to other people. Um, it took me a really long time to figure out that she was pregnant. Because oh I thought God, she was Eleanor? just walking funny. <laughs> Eleanor, I have a note. And it's not till they get to this appointment. It says, is she pregnant? Based on the way she sat down. Then I said, answer, yes. Because she, she said she had to pee again. Yeah. Well, she was walking funny. But, like, usually when, so, like, in my experience, like, people are, like, very, very heavily, obviously pregnant before they start walking funny. Yeah. And I was like, she... I only noticed it because she sat down in his apartment kind of weird and she, like, kind of had to, like, yeah. sit down like this. And I was like, wait a second. So, yeah, that was confusing. I'm glad we I'm glad I'm it confused it us me. both. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I, one thing I liked is that the, I said not all movies have to be about young people. Because, you know, usually, especially I think now when you're telling stories, like, like uh, I don't want to keep using the word gay, but, like, that's the word, right? gay stories they try to use young you know young people like what do you mm-hmm. have like love simon or love victor whatever those two things those two two shows they try to use young people were appealing to a mass audience and i think for 2000 again everything i think is a bold for move for 2000 i think that's just off the bat but i just think it was very interesting to to tell a love story even if they were even if it was like a traditional traditional straight couple to you know have them be older because they were like in their yeah at least yeah, most, even, like, most, um, straight rom-coms, they're, like, early 20-somethings, just got real jobs, yeah. and... Yeah. I did like that. It made it feel a lot more, I don't know, real, I guess. And, I, yeah, I think that because... helped make it not so much of a thing. It was, like, people who have mm-hmm. lived lives and, like, were fleshed out as people, because they're older, they're just automatically more fleshed out as people beyond oh this story we're gonna tell about them falling in love mm-hmm. also and i, I like sorry go ahead oh sorry i liked that we didn't get a lot of background on any of the characters mm-hmm. uh, which sounds kind of weird but i, I kind of liked that everything was laid out for us to learn it wasn't like fed to us in like a 20 minute narration scene yeah I will, I will say, that made me a little confused at the beginning, but then once you get mm-hmm. about halfway through the movie, it, you piece everything together. Yeah. It's pretty, it's fairly clear. And they feed you the bits they have to without, like, spoon-feeding you anything. Mm-hmm. What I was going to say is, I'm not a romance movie connoisseur. I'm super, sure everyone is shocked. Not my, not my forte. So I was surprised. I wasn't prepared to like it, just off the bat. I don't like romance movies, and it seemed like it was just going down that traditional route, so I did like it a lot more than I expected. Good, I'm glad. Um, this movie made me want to move to Montana. I would never move to Montana, but it looks so pretty. I my backup plan if this whole career thing doesn't work out is to have like a farm or a cabin out in the woods. So that that just did not help that desire at all. And I did say seeing mountains is a religious experience. I'm from Florida. Florida is f- flatter than Flat. a pancake. Okay. Um, so I remember when I went to Arizona, I think Eleanor was sick of me. And every time we were in the car, I was like, this is fascinating. Because there's just, like, stuff in the distance that's not She's like, buildings. that's a mountain. Yeah. And, like, yeah. had we seen three, or, like, we drove through mountains? Oh, this was crazy. So anyway, it's a bit of a religious experience for me. I don't know if anyone else feels that way, but I, it was, hopefully. And, yeah, I kind of asked Eleanor if she wants to move to a cabin in the woods with me. She said yes, but we had to have um, running water and central heating, of course, because I don't like being cold. And then I said we'd have a bowling alley just for fun. Yeah, I 
if I mean if we're moving to a cabin we might as well go all out at this point and I want to be unreachable so I need to have all my entertainment at the cabin my plan is to leave my phone on the road and say I'll never be seen again could I still see you well you live there so obviously but you have to leave your phone too oh oh my plan actually right is to like rent a really beat up truck okay we drive out there we leave the truck doors open on the side of the road never seen again we turn into local legends <laughs> but really we're just living in a cabin in the woods okay i mean i do think it needs a little bit of tweaking and we should probably not post that part <laughs> but i i like it i like it it's it's, it's a good foundation i think i i yeah, I, I gotta hammer out the details but that's the general plan yeah i know somebody did that not too long ago she like left her car in the middle of the woods or yeah in the middle of the woods with it open but then she just ran away um i i i would like to tell my mom that that's what we're doing because this girl's mom thought she got murdered and kidnapped and i you know the general public can think that but like well yeah but i also just feel like your mom might get mad at me because if she's gonna snitch then you can't tell her probably not Okay. I feel like your mom would get mad at me if I helped conceal you, if like she thought you oh, were I dead. I told her this was gonna happen. There's no not a oh, chance okay. I was doing All it right. without her approval. Okay, she'd find me and actually murder me. So we have to get her <laughs> okay. on board first. All right, good. <laughs> in that Eden. case, let's go. <laughs> in the woods. Yes. Anyway, I Big tried Eden. to write more plot-related notes because a lot of times my notes mm. are like I write them and then I read them back and I'm like I have no idea what happened in this scene. So to recap. He, he's art, he's an artist, he, the gallery was opening and he got a phone call that his grandfather had a heart attack or something. So he leaves right when his gallery is supposed to open to go take care of his grandfather and he brings his grandfather home from the hospital to this cabin, I guess it's the grandfather's cabin, kind of out a little bit on the outskirts of this small town in Montana. That's where we're at. Mm-hmm. Um, he had a stroke falling off. Um, the widow's roof because he was fixing up the roof because he um, built every house in town which is a fun little tidbit that comes back at the end and we get introduced to the town there's it's kind of you know you have one of every quintessential character you have the, the the old school teacher you have the widow you have the uh group of old men that don't do anything all day um, my personal favorite and um like we said this is the main character's hometown and so everybody remembers him and everyone's kind of makes makes a makes a big deal about him being home because mm -hmm. they haven't seen him since he went off went off to the big city it kind of sounds like he's the only person who's ever left that town yeah um, i think it had been like 18 years or something when i've mm -hmm. even gone for so that's a hot minute uh, at least. yeah it's been a while he goes to um, the, the school teacher's little school room and helps out a little bit. And he learns that his high school best friend slash first big love also moved back. With his children. That's a With note I children. have. It's the 2000s. What did the mother do that the father got custody of both yeah, of his children? Yeah, he got full custody of both of his kids. And like, I'm sure it was just an easy, very easy way to write her out of the story. But like, realistically... Now, I think parents should have equal opportunity to have custody of their children. But it was 2000. He's a man from a small town. How did he get custody? Even today, the mother typically today, gets... That's yeah, just, that's the which default. isn't always the right choice. You have to mess up big you, time for yeah. the father to get custody. 
So that I, bothered me for a little bit. <laughs> I guess they just didn't want... I guess they it would have been too sad to, like, kill him off, you know? Yeah, but, like, that, listen. Sometimes you gotta do what you gotta do and kill off the white. Uh, yeah, but I don't know. I think... I think killing him off would have, like, made his... Because, like, then... It, I think, yeah, I, I, I do think it would have it would have factored in later and it would have made it harder to, like, to... Sorry, I think this thing's going to fall. Um, to, like, play off the conflict between the two of them. You know what I mean? Like, if he if he yeah. was grieving a dead wife, that would have changed the dynamic entirely. Yeah. But I agree. The the She, she probably did something unforgivable. Mm-hmm. Um, so... Yeah, so he realizes that his high school buddy's back, and they have a couple moments, and they're, you know, his his feelings are coming back. And then we get introduced to a little bit more of the town, and a system is set up where um, the, like, the widow, who is also kind of like the town gossip, I guess, yeah? Yeah. She would make food, and then the owner of the general store would bring it over because the grandpa is in a wheelchair, and they don't want to like leave him home alone for too long. Oh, is that why? Yeah, I was. Un- I said I'm unclear on why he needs to play middleman. It seemed like a very convoluted story. Yeah, and so I thought it was basically the widow is too old for her to be because she always gets driven everywhere mm-hmm. so the widow is too old to be driving back and forth every day and i would assume they don't want to leave the other old man who just had a stroke and is in a wheelchair home for home alone for like too terribly long true because i was gonna say I, they did leave him alone a couple of times but it wasn't for yeah for a long while yeah and i think they also you know might have just wanted to give pike something to do because like, he kind of just, yeah, he just kind of like woke up and went to his store. Yeah. Well, he lived like in now, the store. But so I don't have to say it later. I don't, and I don't want to make. I'm not trying to make everything about me. I promise, it's not what it is. Um, I really just Pike was my. That's that's. I figured out what I look like. Okay, everyone. I figured. I figured it out. And I know everyone's been telling me for years, but like I got I got a visual of it in this movie, and I look good. Is the short. The moral of the story, I look good. And someone's gonna fall in love with me eventually. So I don't really I think I don't think I'm doing anything wrong here. That's true. No. That's yeah, I, there's a lot of similarities there. Just I like how he like around like one or two people he'll talk and then around everyone else it's one or two word responses if you're lucky. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Love that guy. Anyway. <laughs> I said, is Pike the love interest? Because I don't blame them. He's cute. He is cute. I have a lot of notes about that. We'll get to that later. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, if anyone wants to hear about how dumb I am, right? Um, So Henry, who's the main character, I can't believe we haven't said his name yet, but Henry is in the the classroom with, um, he's helping the old school teacher with the kids, right? And they're like youngish kids and they're cutting up like stars, I think it's supposed to be. And he cuts up a snowflake and he goes, and the the kids are like, they're putting the stars on flags. And the kids go, there's no flag that's got a snowflake on it. And then Henry was like, yeah, there is the North Pole. And then a kid goes, is the North Pole a country? And then I also said, is the North Pole a country? (laughs) And Henry goes, yeah, Santa's the president. And I was like, okay, no, the answer is no. North Pole is not a country. Glad we cleared that up. I was just, I was just double checking. I knew that. (laughs) Not a country. It's okay. I was like, wow, that's a really cool flag. I, that's, that would make sense. 
pants and then the yeah it wasn't just me no i mean it's it's not great that it was both of us we're definitely um unfortunately makes sense so it unfortunately does um oh also i can't believe i haven't mentioned this so the grandpa his name is sam and they call him sampa oh is that what they call him Mm-hmm. I thought they were just calling him Sam that whole movie. And I was like, how you uh-uh. call a grown adult man Sam? That's just rude. <laughs> but they called him Sampa. That's cute. That is cute. I like that. Uh, ow. Um, let's see. Who else is there? There. Oh, there's the mayor. Oh, yeah. I called her pigtails. She never yeah. had pigtails. At, not once in the movie. But I thought she did and I ran with it. I'd, I'd buy it. Um. Okay. So, the widow starts meddling. She sets up, like, a big party. (laughs) She sets up a big party for um, Henry to meet all the single ladies. Mm -hmm. And um, Henry is not enthused. But also, there was free food there, so he could have chit-chatted a little bit longer. Yeah, Um, and then you're just like, oh my god, I'm so sorry, I can't talk, I got food in my mouth. So sorry. I think we cut each other off because Eleanor's connection sucks, but... He was like, can you just eat a lot of food and be like, oh my god, it's so nice to meet you, but I can't talk right now, I'm chewing. And then like, yeah, he's like, my mouth is so full, we can go on a date. <laughs> I do it all the time, I'd be like, I'll be right back, I'm gonna go grab something, and I never come back. You're never gonna see me again. If I say I'll be right back, you will not see me again. <laughs> That's why Clean and I had to run errands together, otherwise she'd run away. Mm-hmm. Into the woods. Wait, to catch him up. Oh, wait, real quick. Um, also, Pike, was he into Henry? I was trying to, because based on my notes, I'm reading it back now. Was he just, did he, like, think Henry was absolutely adorable off the bat? Because he seemed really sad about Henry being around. And one of the things is, like, Pike's really cool. Like, he'll sit down and eat with Sam, with Henry's grandfather, Sam. But anytime Henry's around, he's like, dope, gotta go home, sorry. And then he'll eat. And then he, like, closed up the store. He said he couldn't eat dinner with them. Went home. You guess he lives in the back of the store took a loaf of bread off the shelf yeah just a loaf of white bread fed his dog a loaf of piece of bread and then ate a piece of bread he didn't toast it he didn't do anything with the bread he just (laughs) straight out of the bag bread i think too buddy but i had some (laughs) concerns that's very concerning if you've done that i think he must he must have had a crush on henry in school and so it was just, like, a little bit overwhelming to see him back, kind of like Henry was going through with, uh, what's his name? Yeah, because I wasn't sure if it was, like, that or if just Henry was the, because, like, I assume Pike, like, it's small town, they all know each other, so obviously he wasn't into any of the other men in town. Um, and, like, the other, and, like, Henry's ex-boyfriend, Dean, came back, and he obviously wasn't into Dean. So, like, I was just wondering if it was that he had a crush on him this whole time, or if it was just, like, oh, this guy who I knew when I was a kid came back from town, and actually he's cute. And that also kind of falls in line with my Scott Pilgrim question, which is, like, I didn't get Henry's uh, um, appeal. No offense. Just, like, I think he was that cute. Maybe he just, like, made it big. You know, maybe it was, like, oh, he made it big in New York. I thought he was really cute. I, I... Not, like... Not, like... I know, I thought he was cute. I thought he was cuter than Dean. Not as cute as Pike, but cuter than Dean. I no see I listen I didn't I didn't think he, he or Dean were cute but I would give Dean more points and by the end I was really upset because Pike's really tall and then 
they just really played into the tall, tall, short partner <laughs> trope. And for everyone who doesn't know, Kalina's in no way, shape, or form, and neither is Eleanor, a um, short girl. That is not, we wouldn't qualify there in any way, We're shape, or form. We're both, like, 5'9", five, 5'11", five, five, yeah, I like how she just skipped the middle inch there. 5'9", <laughs> 5'11". <five, nine, five, laughs> you know. So, like, stop, stop, stop having tall partners, okay? Just leave some for the rest of them. I know he wouldn't be into me because he's not into women, but, like, give me a chance, okay? Yeah, okay. I'll remember that. I can, hurt, I can jump the first barrier, okay? The height thing I can't fix. So, like... The first barrier that he's a gay man? We can, we can work with that one. I can work with that one. And that's a lot of dedication. Hey, listen, for Pike, he's six There are, there are tall, straight two. men. Yes, but they like short, straight women. Eleanor, what part are you not understanding? <laughs> when he likes short, gay men. Where are you? So where I don't really on? know. What are you unclear on here? Um, anyway. you mostly actually. <laughs> so anyway, he just. I'll take short for. Piece of bread. Yeah, he did. He did. But also, apparently, the widow's food was really bad. So. Yeah. Not for that one. Um, his dog was the best part of the movie. That's fair. Um, anyway. So I'm scrolling through my notes here as we go through. I said maybe having a little boy would be nice because um Henry's ex boyfriend. I assume they were like boyfriends. I briefly. don't know if they were boyfriends or if they were just like good friends and maybe they. No, I think they were together. I I I got the vibe they were together because when they when he was at the school, the school teacher was telling Henry about how, oh he's back and without blah blah without Kathy or whatever the wife's name was, and he's got the boys with him. And but it sounded like they were in New York together, and then like I, I don't know. I got I, my understanding was they were together. They broke up, kind of I guess went their separate ways. And Dean himself, Dean's the ex boyfriend, had only recently moved back with the kids because I guess he went and had a wife in this time. And it had been eighteen years since they had seen each other, so like that's plenty of time for them to split off and do things. I know. My my understanding was that there it was just like an unresolved thing in high school that they both felt but never acted on. But again, it's not fully explained, so we could yeah. both be right. I thought they acted on it just because I know they do spoiler they do kiss later in the movie, and it didn't seem like it was like the first like the first time. You know what I mean? But like also, I don't know how boy best friends are. So yeah, that's true. Um, also, Maybe there are two movie. kissing scenes in the movie, and they are. <coughs> And they are the most awkward things I've ever seen. Yeah. That's the worst okay, part of the whole movie. That. I didn't want to comment on it because I didn't know if it was just... Because I feel... And I don't know if anyone else has problems. So I'll go on record as saying it. I feel like sometimes when you... When, like, two guys kiss in a movie or two girls kiss in a movie, I, I feel like sometimes it's not... I feel awkward. Not all the time. But I don't know if it's because it's not played right. Like, if it's just, like... Like, I feel like sometimes they're forcing it. And I'll say, sometimes I feel in straight movies they're forcing it. I don't think there needs to be nearly as much kissing as there is, okay? I think two's a good number. Mm -hmm. I go by the Indian movie standards, which is if they kiss at the end of the movie, that was a lot, right? So I think more than one kiss at the end, at the end of the movie is too much. So sometimes I just feel like, I, do, I did feel like those ones were played a little strangely. Yeah, for me it was just because they're, 
like they for both ones they kind of did like a spitting sort of close-up but it was yeah. very obviously just a very very long closed mouth kiss yeah that's just it they also just it was just them smushing their faces together for like 30 seconds while music played in the background and they turned so like, yeah could have i said it was filmed very too i was like it's very 2000s brand filming like i felt like some parts were like cut all of a sudden like i didn't realize we changed scenes we just changed scenes kind of a, mm-hmm. all of a sudden but i do think that helped because we had a lot of as long said they didn't like spoon feed you the info so you didn't have to like fill in some background info very quickly in the beginning yeah this is a very paying attention movie yeah um but yeah first of all some i don't think there should be a lot of kissing in movies just because we don't need to see that but if you're gonna have a kiss at least don't i don't know if you don't want to make out with a dude then make it like a very i don't know i'm sorry i'm gonna say this make it like a sensual hug or something like you don't have to just tasteful eleanor say tasteful no i'm not talking about no i want it to be a little bit raunchy okay i don't tasteful (laughs) no i don't really either um um anyway i think dean so i think dean comes over to sam's house with the boys and they have like dinner together and then so Dean mm-hmm. Dean's the ex Dean leaves with the boys and he's like oh do you want to go he says to Henry he's like do you want to go get a drink blah 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 so I think that was kind of the first hint that like maybe there might be something brewing between them and I thought this movie was like uh, just a testament to the art of subtlety and subtext nothing was like overtly done or overtly said to you but especially in like the in, in playing the relationship between Henry and Dean and then Henry and Pike and one thing I do, I don't watch a lot of romance movies, one thing I know I do like is when a lot of the romance is established before they even, like, really talk or connect, if that makes sense. Like, you could see their connection and they cared about each other, Pike and Henry, separately, mm-hmm. before they even sat down and had a meal together for the first time. Yeah, I did I did like that. Um, and then I think Dean starts building a... Um, a ramp at the the grandpa's house and so he's over a lot with his boys and they're all kind of bonding and you know getting acquainted and whatnot which i don't know we got we get some really we get a really cute montage scene they are cute oh and you know what i i think this might be a little further my notes but i think this is around the time so what happened is remember the the widow was cooking for them and then Pike learned to cook instead because um, this lady made something called a tuna casserole, which sounds bad. Clear. Right? And then at the top yeah. of the tuna casserole, there was just like deviled eggs, I guess. They were no, they were just hard boiled eggs, I which don't is know the worse. Difference. They were eggs, okay. <laughs> they looked. They, bad. they were. They were <laughs> disgusting. And so Pike was learning how to cook for for sam because also sam had dietary restrictions because his cholesterol was high or something so he couldn't have salt and a bunch of other things so pike learned how to cook for them and he like sent the the old men who sat outside his shop he like sent them out to go fish which i thought was so cute um but i i thought it was interesting and not to like fall into gender roles again but um they did kind of turn them on their head because pike who I think between the two of them would be, he's, you know, he's taller, he's, he's the bigger dude, mm-hmm. he's kind of the handyman, it looks like he runs the general store, seems to hold his own. He was doing the cooking, which I guess traditionally be the more feminine thing, whereas in that same montage, 
Henry is helping build this ramp, whereas Henry is, you know, he falls quite into the stereotype. He's the artist, like, and he's doing the more masculine thing of building the ramp mm -hmm. and working with his hands. So I thought that was nice. I didn't even think about that. I, I was, look at you noticing things. <laughs> <laughs> um, the what? <laughs> this is going to be mean. Um, so Dean works on an, like an Ace Hardware and um, when they go to buy the lumber for the uh, ramp, ramp, we meet lesbians. Oh, I was going to be mean and say, like, why would you move back to your hometown and then just work at a hardware store? But I'm sure there's a lack of jobs, so I'm not going to bring that up. Anyway, we meet lesbians. They're lesbians? And it... Yeah, they, they kissed each other. Okay, I'm... I don't think they were lesbians. No, they were lesbians okay, and business partners. Lesbians. You keep talking. I'm learning a lot, guys. I'm learning so much right now. They were lesbians. Um, mm -hmm. And it was just another, I don't know, just a very subtle, like, they were very, like, obviously, well, I guess they weren't obviously together, but um, nope, they were obviously so together. <laughs> um, and it was just one of those things that was just, yep, that's, that's just there, which I thought was really nice. So it wasn't just, um, like gay representation there was also some lesbian representation um they were lesbians yeah kalina did you think they were just really good friends i didn't see them kiss on the lips i thought they kissed on the cheek honest to god i thought that was her mom <laughs> that wasn't her mom i'm a little bit concerned about whether or not we're talking about the same well, pair. probably not, because I thought that was her mom. Um, Who are you see. talking about? Um, you know what? L listen, you know what? Um, it's all good. We're going to move on, because um, you, you, you're probably right. You're probably right. I'm going to let you, I'm going to let you run with that one. We're going to be here all night otherwise. Okay. I, I did some Googling and it didn't clear it up at all for me. So, oh. anyway... Yeah. He goes to the hardware anyway. store, building a ramp. Um, I said, oh, I said there's not much dialogue, at least not for like long periods of time, at least not at this point in the movie. But I like that you can tell what's going on through the characters' minds slash kind of what's motivate them, what motivating them. So here I think it was clear that Henry and the dad, obviously, or Henry and Dean had something going on. I referred to him as the dad because I didn't know his name. But Henry and Dean had something going on very clearly. Um, where my pipe wanted to learn how to cook for Henry and like that was his main goal and then the old lady was trying to set Henry up with someone like all their actions were very yeah clear without them outright going da -da -da -da, that's what I'm doing yeah they were obvious but not like too obvious oh and then and then because this cause this comes in later that we get a little scene towards the beginning where Pike is sitting outside his store and he sees a, 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 a shooting star yes um back to the topic of lesbians just very briefly i don't remember what this note was in relation to but it was about marrying i think it might have been when the widow was like trying to get him to marry someone and i said the only time i ever wanted to marry a lady was when eleanor would make alfredo while i was at training and then leave some out for me for when i got home because that Thank was you. just that just made my my week all the time or like my year really Eleanor taught me how to make Alfredo and she taught me how to make mac and cheese, but sometimes I'd, I'd go to train in the evening and she'd cook Alfredo and I'd 
leave training and see a text that was like, I left something for you on the counter. And I genuinely considered what it would be like to be married to Eleanor. I'm not in love with Kalina. I just don't know how to make enough food for one person. It's okay to be in love with Kalina, though. You didn't have to prep. Like, no, I know that. It's okay. It's fine to be in love with Kalina. I'm just not, unfortunately. Um, <laughs> for everyone involved. <laughs> She's not. Uh, yeah. Yeah, and I, like, I, will, I will be honest. I wasn't in love with Eleanor. I was in love with Eleanor's Alfredo. I was marrying her for her Alfredo. Which is not a euphemism, actually. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Anyway, I said I said on the topic of lesbians. I was just I was just covering. It was a good segue. I really wanted to read that note. Moving on. I like a small town mentality. I think that's cute. I grew up in a very um big city, so like when we moved to Ireland, even Limerick was like small town to me. But I like how it was very mm-hmm. tight knit, and I like tight knit, and I liked how it was played in the movie by the men. So this is an, oh, that was it. There was another time where I thought the gender roles were reversed. The men that used to sit outside the general store were kind of played as like, you know, the the, the girlfriends that are like supporting the guy. And the mm-hmm. women, instead of the women, like or when Pike was cooking one time, all the men were in the kitchen helping him and he was yelling at him. I thought it was cute when the old men talked about bay leaves like they knew what they were. Talked about what? Um, there was one scene where the men were helping Pike cook, and, um, the guy, one of the, the, like, the main little circle guy, mm-hmm. the main cowboy, he's like, this needs a bay leaf. Just a word you'd never think a nice old Montana cowboy would ever say. Yeah. Oh, and something about a southern accent. Like, not, I wasn't attracted to any of the dudes in the movie, but, like, I like, I like the southern accent. It was nice. It, I, yeah, it was really nice. I do, I do love me a cowboy, unfortunately. I wrote down That's a couple my... of lines. Sorry. Huh? You're, sorry, you're like freezing a little bit. <laughs> I wrote down a couple of lines because I thought I had some good points that like could explain the movie better than I just could. And one time while well, they were cooking, right, and Pike was getting kind of like freaked out about it. And the main guy, main cowboy said to him, I thought that's his name now, said, what does all this mean, Pike? And Pike said, I don't know what it means. I thought that was a good, like, establishing point. I think that was kind of a turning point in the film is everyone else is like, okay, it's very clear you're doing this for a reason. And I think, I don't think there's any harm in saying, I I don't know, and just going with your gut feeling. You know what I mean? I think that's yeah. a hard thing to do. So I thought that was nice that they verbalized that. My next note is jean jacket, jean jacket, jean jacket. Because um, someone wore a jean jacket, so. <laughs> I'm glad you're keeping us. <laughs> Token black guy spotted, because they have to have one. They had one? Yeah, see, listen, you missed the lesbians. Yeah, sorry, I missed the lesbians, you missed the black guy. It's, it's fine. Um, it was at um, one of the, <laughs> it was at when, it was, so after the widow figured out that um, she, th- she had like a bunch of ladies come over to the house, and... She, I guess she oh was yeah, yeah, yeah. and she figured out and then they all got back in the car and she was like i knew it i don't know why he wouldn't just say it basically she realized henry was gay so then she had like another little get together with a bunch of guys and sam was playing the piano and there was a bunch of guys hanging around him and they were singing um mama don't let your daughter like don't let your boys grow up to be cowboys or something like that that's the song they were singing and i was like first of all let your boys grow up to be cowboys because i want one but two one of the guys singing with sam was a black guy yeah he was and uh at this little uh gay matchmaking party sam the grandpa goes <laughs> to the widow i thought this was a chess tournament um none nobody even brought their chess boards 
and the widow the widow was like the tournament's tomorrow they have to rest up and then just walked away <laughs> yeah, she, she but like at this point it was fairly well implied that yeah. uh sampa knew his grandson was gay yeah, that was a, uh, a, a point of contention briefly at the beginning was Henry's assistant manager, redheaded lady who was pregnant apparently, said to him, she was like, don't you think you should, I think she either asked if, if she, if don't you think he knows already? Or she said, don't you think you should tell him? And Henry was like, nope. And then got on a plane, basically. <laughs> Henry was like, I've never been gay in my life. Um, let's see, and then, oh, then there was um, a town picnic. Yes. And I said, I'm a little in love with Pike, because then he was wearing blue plaid. Pike didn't go to the picnic, but he went over to the house, to the cabin, and ate dinner at Sam's grandpa, and they had a drink together. And he had on a blue plaid shirt, and I love him. And then it made it me was. sad that there really was nice. dancing. I like to dance. No one wants to dance with Kalina, unfortunately. So I was a little emo for a little bit. It's okay. I got over it. Okay, it's not that no one wants to dance with Kalina. It's just there hasn't been very uh, many opportunities for people to tell me they don't want to dance with me. So, um, anyway. anyway, so at the picnic, <laughs> um, Henry and say, uh, Dean, Henry and Dean, they dance together. There's a cute moment with um, Henry interacting with Dean's boys, mm -hmm. and the lesbians are serving ribs, and um, they dance, and then they go home, right? Okay, mm -hmm. so... The grandpa and Pike and the dog are out watching the fireworks. And that's when Dean and Henry come home. And Henry's opening the door and Dean runs up. And right as Dean comes up to him, the grandpa and Pike were about to, like, enter into basically their view. And then Pike sees that Dean's there and he immediately steps back into the shadows. And then they just watch Dean and Henry have a moment and Pike gets so sad because he wants that to be his moment. And I thought that was just, it was very sad. But, but I was like, oh. yeah, yeah, it was it was really nicely done. I was expecting a kiss there. I felt like, mm -hmm. and I kind of like that they didn't put it there because I think you would have been expecting it. Um, basically, Dean kind of comes up and he's like, he says to Henry, I'm very, I'm so glad you're home. I'm just really, really glad you're home. And they get real close. And then Dean hugs him because, again, Henry is little and has no business being as little as he is. But anyway, Dean hugs him and is like, I'm very glad you're home. And, like, they just have this very emotional moment. And then Dean leaves. Henry goes inside. And Sam says to Pike, he says, I'm sorry. So, like, he definitely knew. Everyone was on the mm -hmm. same page. This is, like, I think probably the definition of, like, everyone knew but them. And then I think everyone knew before they knew themselves. Yeah. Um, and... Oh, goodness. We're running out of time. I know. It's, uh, it's been 40 minutes and we barely explained the Like, we explained the plot of half the movie, maybe. So, um, uh, quick recap. Yes. Um, you go. So that happens. And then they all are at Thanksgiving together. So, uh, Dean goes to the... Or, no, Henry goes to the general store to invite Pike for Thanksgiving, but he pretends he's just there um, to, to look for something. And then the little gossiping guys... Or like, he would never come here to check the mail. He's here to ask Pike for Thanksgiving. And then Pike goes to Thanksgiving. And basically the whole town is at Thanksgiving because there's 10 people in the whole town. And Thanksgiving has, like, it's very interesting. It has a lot of, it just, like, shows you who's staring at who. And there's a lot of footage where the shot That's is just, like, one person and, like, where their eyes go to. What? 
that series of shots was confusing to me. Like, it I, was I, con- I figured it out, but it happened really quickly. And, it like, did. It was like girl looking at guy, guys looking at got other guy, other guys looking at a third guy. So I was like a little, I was just a little confused about the eyelines. I was prepared for it because my friend was like, "Oh, this is when everyone like you get to see who everyone was looking at." So I like I had a little, I I, I had a refresher or a prepare anyway. Um, and then after Thanksgiving, well, still at Thanksgiving, but Dean and Henry get into a fight, and basically Dean's like, "I can't do this," and he's talking about the relationship, and um. Everybody just pretends they don't hear that, but absolutely everybody heard that. <laughs> I was they were just be behind a door. Back out. Yeah. yeah. Um, but they came out, and then Pike saw that they had a little moment, and Pike left, and then the widow was like, I'm going to need a ride home. Um, and then Henry slowly gets over Dean, and Dean gets into the mayor, and um, Pike and Henry have some moments. Um, everything kind of builds up to the end and then grandpa dies. There are some more moments and then, um, basically before he died, the grandpa told Henry, he's like, you know, uh, I'm going to die soon and I need to be able to tell, you know, all your dead relatives that I did a good job with you and that you, oh, wait, you know, were I happy and you had a home. Because it made me so emo. Um, kind of, so he was talking about like old men love to talk about when they're going to die because my dad and my my grandfather both do this and then he it was kind of like we accept the love we think we deserve blah blah can't love anyone till you love yourself kind of shtick basically his grandfather was talking to him about accepting himself and then he said did we teach you shame did i teach you that because it would break my heart if i had um and i think that was yeah i it started was, crying <laughs> it was really sad and it was the and like eleanor mentioned earlier it was this idea of everyone else is like waiting here and there's another quote that was said later in the movie that kind of is similar but it's like everyone is waiting to to accept you and 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 you know and love you for who you are but you have to you have to let yourself do that first and later in the film someone else says to henry i was hoping that you'd let yourself be found this time i was hoping you'd let us find you and just kind of she was talking about like when you get lost you're not supposed to wander off you'll stay where you are and call for help and she was like i we, we we were waiting for you to come to yourself and we were here for you why weren't you there for you, essentially? And that, yeah, that made me sad. I yeah. I was, I was getting there. Oh, no, after the, after the, the heartfelt conversation with the grandpa, I was, I was down for the whole movie. Oh, yeah, the, did we teach you shame? I was like, the, oh, oh. Yeah. In a good way, but like. I wrote this, and um, I, I didn't mean for it to sound how it sounds, but I couldn't figure out how else to phrase it. After the did you, we teach you shame, I said. What is love but giving someone your heart and, like, asking them not to laugh at it? Because he had said something along those lines. And um, I couldn't figure out, like, a, a, a different way a different way to phrase shame. But basically, like, yeah. all Henry needed... Henry was so worried about saying, this is, this is me, this is what I'm doing, this is who I am. And he didn't want anyone to judge him for that. And they knew and they weren't. But, like, he was already judging himself for it, you know? Yeah. No, I like, I like what you said. I like how you put it. Because it's... Yeah. It was kind of hard. It's nice. It's on a t-shirt. <laughs> um, yeah. Grandpa dies and Henry decides that he is going to New York. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's where he's going to, you know, set up shop and that's going to be his home and 
to hell with this little town with this cowboy I'm in love with, which like weird decision. Um, and then there's an airport scene because there has to be an airport scene in every rom-com where Pike, um, he, you know, realizes that Henry's, senses. yeah, realized that Henry is leaving and he hadn't said goodbye yet. He's like, I need to go say goodbye. And he runs through the gate. And this is how I know it was made in 2000. Because at this point, I hadn't looked it up. Um, Homeboy didn't just get, immediately get shot. So definitely 9-11 <laughs> yeah. hadn't happened yet. I was like, how did um, he make it so far? I thought it was just a yeah. airport. <laughs> I was like, he got really far in there. It's like, there's only one airport in Montana. There's no way they don't have a security gate. Um, yeah. They just had a metal detector. Mm. And he's like, you need to stop the plane. And everyone's like, we... Dude, it we, in the sky. We, we can't just do that. <laughs> um, and so they didn't stop the plane. And so he's, he, you know, mopes all the way back to his store. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he sees Homeboy's truck outside of his store. And he comes in and he's like, why is that truck there? And then Henry pokes his head out. And he's like, what do you mean? Why is my truck there? I live here. And then okay, they're in love. <laughs> that is goes, the gist of it. He goes, oh, I'm sorry. Is it in your way? Do you need me to move it? Because he was like sitting back so you couldn't see him in the group of people that were gathered in the store. And that was cute. I think I figured out where Eleanor cried again. Um, <laughs> no, I hadn't stopped crying. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, I, I'm kind of going to backtrack a little bit because just some points in my notes. So yeah, they had Thanksgiving. They had that big blowout. Um, I thought Dean's argument to, to Henry was very unfair. Dean, the gist of his argument was, I love you and you're my family. And he said, he said that, she said like, I, I, you're my family point blank to Henry, but I can't be mm -hmm. with you. And I think, and he was like, but Henry, he was like, Henry, you're so selfish. I'm your, you're my best friend and you're villainizing me essentially for something I can't control, which is, I guess Dean was saying he loved Henry very deeply, but couldn't be with him in that way. But I don't think it was fair to expect Henry to just be like, yep, okay, because Henry wasn't in love with him and willing to to jump yeah. in, but Dean wasn't willing to make the jump. And I don't think it's fair for to expect Henry to hang around and be your best friend on that level. So something, I don't remember what happened later. I think, oh, so Henry had painted something and gave it to Pike as a present, and he had gone in through the back of the store, and then Dean comes into the store looking, this is after Thanksgiving, a little while after. Dean's like, I guess, gets gets it together. And he comes into the store looking for Henry. And all the old men are in the store. They're like, oh, he's in the back with Pike. But you should go around the side. Because if he goes around the side, he can see through the window. So he saw through the window that Pike and Henry were like having a moment. And he ran off crying. And I said it was harsh to do that to Dean, but I do think he needed it. Yeah. I think it was necessary. And then he went and cried in his car. And then the girl that had a crush on him... um saw him and then she got came in the car to comfort him and i said if i saw my friend crying i would say do you need me to get someone i would not volunteer to be the someone but that was that was just a personal note that i wanted to check in yeah if i walked by and saw my friend crying i'd maybe like should i be I, like, first of all, you want me to go buy you walking? ice cream i'll be honest if i walked up and someone was bawling in their yeah. car whether i knew them or not i'd be like because, like, if I were bawling in my car, I just wouldn't want... I wouldn't want to be... Like, I wouldn't want anybody to mention it. Uh-uh. If somebody was like, are you good? I'd be like, get... At, go. No. Go away. Yeah. We're not... We, I'm having a moment. It's my personal moment. Get away. But back to but. Henry and Pike. They were bonding over this painting that had to do with the story. And I love, like, folklore and any sort of, like, traditional history. So this... I really like the paint... The story behind the painting. Um, it was basically talking about 
how so at, in Greek history, Atlas holds up the sky and his daughters got turned into stars. And then um, I guess Pike was essentially telling him what a Native American version of that tale about how the kids were dancing and got turned into stars. But so, uh, basically, the kids were so hungry, their parents would give them food. This is the shortened version. Um, and so they went back to dance on the top of this mountain, and they were so they were hungry, so they were so light, their bodies lifted into the air, and they turned into stars and forgot their parents. But every once in a while, one of them will remember his hunger and his parents and then come down to earth, so that's what shooting stars are. So Henry gave Pike a painting based around this. So they were talking about the painting, and then they were talking about, like, like Henry was like, did you remember me in high school? And I think there's something about shared history that's very nice, even if it's not like a, a collective, like they didn't do things together, but just that idea of just someone who knows you. And I said, why did they kill Grandpa Sad Face? And the part that almost made me cry was Eleanor mentioned um, Sam, the grandpa, had built all the houses in the town and he also carved miniature versions of it. So at his funeral, they had he had basically the whole town carved out of wood because he used to whittle it all the time. And that made me really sad because, like, they were handing out the pieces to the people who's Yeah, everybody got, like, their own little home. Um, And then at one scene, I said the most unrealistic thing is not everyone is in love with Pike because he was the only man who knew how to dress in that whole town. (laughs) And also, what is a cottage cheese and sour cream pancake and why does it exist? Yeah. Yeah, I saw that and I was like, I'm glad Pike uh, stepped up and started cooking because... (laughs) Grandpa would yeah, have been dead when, real when quick. My notes was, how did they not figure out this old lady wasn't cooking by now? Because this has been going on for months. Like, the assistant had her baby, or the manager, the art gallery lady, had had her baby. Because when she, she came for the funeral, and she had, a like, a couple-month-old baby at that point. But I was very confused. Oh, sorry. I was very confused by the shot of her with her baby, because she was in sitting in between Dean and his new girlfriend holding a baby. And I was like, is that their baby? Because I had forgotten she was pregnant. Um, I also thought it was kind of weird that she showed up because she didn't want him to go to New York to go yeah. back to Montana anyway. But yeah, friends come through and someone dies, I guess. Um, but I said and one of the lines is at the funeral. She said, "So you're gonna make me about the ask about the Indian or something?" And so the only two things I would have fixed in this movie is Dean was bi because he kept talking about how he was straight. And then earlier, one of my earlier notes is Dean is straight, but someone should tell him that. Um, because he, he was just a little confused. So I think um, we should have made Dean buy. And I would have taken the Indian line out. But on two last two notes. I said that he makes Pike laugh. And this is about like what they bring to each other. And kind of the idea of that they were romancing and kind of falling in love with each other. Before they got to be together as people. But he made Pike laugh. Because Pike was very serious and, and broody. And at the end of the movie they're sitting around eating together. And Pike's laughing at something Henry says to him. And I said, I think Pike makes Henry feel safe slash be more decisive. Um, and mm-hmm. part of it was he finished this painting. Henry was stuck on the painting for a while. And then he talked and he had dinner with Pike. And then he finished the painting that he eventually gifted to him. And then there's a dance scene. Back to the dance scene. They have like another little town picnic. And they dance. And then Henry and Pike dance together. And then they kiss. And like, we're not going to talk and about the camera really but they kiss. And it's adorable. <laughs> And he wears the sh- and Pike wears the shirt he wore for the first time they had dinner together, and then the song that that plays as the movie closes out while they're dancing says wishes came if wishes came true sorry wishes came true if you would be mine and that's like the last line you hear before the film ends. Oh, the first the first line of that song that we hear is if wishes were horses I'd ride a fast one and it made me think about Kleena and then I got a little bit more emo because she's the only person in the world I've ever heard say if wishes were horses. Cause I heard that and I was like. 
I have a best friend too. Um, no one says that. I, you're the first person I've ever heard say that. Oh yeah, there's a phrase like anytime you say like, oh, I wish I had a million dollars. For example, you say, if wishes were horses, we'd all be riding, or we'd all be jockeys. So we don't, we all have wishes. Allegedly. Um, anyway, that is cute. I like you sometimes. Okay, you don't have to make it weird. I already said I was going to marry you, Eleanor, for your Alfredo. I think you <laughs> passed that a long time ago. That's a good point. Um, but, yeah, it's a very cute movie. It's a very feel-good movie. Um, it doesn't matter that it's not realistic, because no movies are realistic. Um, I, think, I think it's fairly grounded in reality for what it is. Like, I think, I think what you said about the director, don't mind my leg, um... You know how, like, if we took away all these outside factors, homophobia and all this stuff, I think it is fairly grounded in reality mm-hmm. in that sense. I think I think anyone can relate to it. I don't think, again, I, I think there's a difference between, like, a gay movie and a gay movie. I don't think it was a gay movie where they were struggling about their sexuality. Like, I think it was just a love story. It just happened to be two guys. Yeah, I agree. Um, yeah, I did a very good job of not falling into many like it fell into rom-com stereotypes but as a yeah. rom-com it's good to do that um and even then didn't... i thought it it stood up very well like i find rom-com stereotypes kind of hard to watch and i thought i thought it stood yeah. up very well yeah they can get real just been there done that real quickly but mm-hmm. i think this movie did a good job the camera work in some scenes could use a little bit of work mm-hmm. i think yeah some parts of dialogue could be a little bit clearer and i think dean as a character i think his motivations needed just a little bit more clarification um yeah but those are really my big gripes the actual love story i thought was beautiful and i thought was told really well and i thought it was um realistic for the most part um and it was good, and it's a good movie to watch if you want to cry. But I think one happy thing, cry. <laughs> I think one thing is I don't understand why people like. It's hard to recommend movies. Like it's it's that's part of the reason I when I wrote my notes I tried to focus on more on what was happening happening in the plot, because to me it's hard to be like you should watch this movie for this reason because I couldn't sum up Big Eden for you. But I think it's. It's like that's part of the reason I wrote down like lines they said and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I was like, this is just very touching. I think I think you'll feel for it without even meaning to. And I think it's it's an easy watch again. Like it's a rom com. It's a, it's an easy watch. And I think the the setting and the characters are unique, but the story itself isn't. If that makes sense. Like the story's kind of yeah. told, but they kind of put a twist on it in the sense of who the story's happening to. And it's just cute. They dance at the end. It's really adorable. Yeah. There's and a like, picnic. I don't know. We have country songs. It's nice. It is. It's really. It's a. I think it's very like cohesive as yeah. like aesthetically, musically, um, and it was good. And we would recommend it. I believe it's on Amazon Prime or um, Tubi for free to watch legally. Um, don't watch it illegally. <laughs> um, thank you for tuning in. Happy Pride Month. Yes. If there's another uh, week left in the month, we might do another one of these, but don't quote us on that. And that's what this has been. <laughs> I'm Kalina. I'm Eleanor. We'll see you next time. Goodbye. One day we'll have outro music, but like, not today.